Welcome to another episode of Adding Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Serena Ryan, and I'm dedicated to sharing my financial journey. I am determined to become debt free, and sharing my journey, warts and all, is a mission I'm on to really help you to see well, perhaps you're maybe not as alone as you think you are. And if you are someone who knows numbers and feels like it is really straightforward. This podcast is for you to understand what it's like to be on the other side. Numbers for me, once I started to understand them, have been transformational. They've given me purpose in my business and personally as well. This podcast is dedicated to you if you feel like you're struggling and want to be better at it. I feel compelled to share rather than to share because I want to. So you will hear that in the tone of my voice as well. In this episode, I am going to talk about something that as a natural born people pleaser does not come easily, and that is the ability to make decisions. A quote that was said to me recently by a very good friend and mentor, the lovely Stephanie Ravenscraft, is one by Tony Robbins. In the moments of decision, our destiny is shaped. Stephanie shared with me that that hangs in her kitchen. And I resonate with this so strongly because when you have habits, which you don't even realize you have, that may have been sabotaging what you want. In the case of financial independence, my natural talent was to spend money, not necessarily to budget. Maybe I'm being a little hard on myself. What it was, was I didn't want to be having any limitations. So I chose not to look at my bank balance was someone who would live paycheck to paycheck, not really something to be proud of. And I want to be clear, I'm not proud of this. It's about stating the facts of what has been. To make an active decision to change a habit that has been in play for years means there's a level of discomfort. And I don't like to upset people. I don't like confrontation. To actually change habits, what is involved usually means it impacts the social structure that we have around us. A good example is someone inviting you out for a cup of coffee. Now, a coffee, very rarely in the cafes that I go to, is never usually just a coffee. So the coffee might be, say, $4 and add in a muffin or toast or something that would, at least a snack that would go with it, a cake. That's another 6 or $7. Before you know it, you're up for a bill between $10 and $15 every time you go for coffee. Now, if you're being more mindful about spending your money, it means that you're going to have to say no to those social chats sometimes or change where you're meeting. To do that means potentially the other person is going to say, well, I don't want to do that. And they don't want to hang out with you anymore. Those things for me, I would play out those scenarios in my head before I would have the chat with the person I didn't want to offend. It can be awkward. I would rather suck it up previously. This was until I made an active choice to stand by myself and say no. And for me, I'm going to be straight up with you here. I found that I lost some friends or became more distanced from friends. I wouldn't say I've lost them completely, but I'm not hanging out with people as much that I used to where we would go out for these coffee chats that would be, you know, 10 or $15, maybe not a huge expense for some, but they were adding up consistently. And when those expenses add up, 
It's like having little leaks in, say, a big ship. You don't notice them immediately, but as they get bigger, you do. And they can slow down the ability to move forward and, in my case, to pay off debt. And making an active choice that I know being debt-free will give me a lot more freedom to do what I want to do. But for me, it was an easy yet hard decision to make to be consistently in these situations of potential confrontation saying no to people. Now, in the past week, this has been an impact of a bigger financial decision having to make. Not an uncommon one for anyone that has a home mortgage. We're at uh, our mortgage having a split situation. Here in Australia, you can split it. You can have some on a fixed interest rate and some on a variable. Now, when you lock into fixed, usually means you get a good rate to avoid um, interest rate hikes that will happen in conjunction with the Reserve Bank and the actual banks putting up the interest rates. This is you know, something that you'd commonly do if you expected interest rates to go up. When we took out our loan a number of years ago now, at the time we weren't certain how the interest rates were going to go, so we locked in a portion of it. Now, we got a call last month from the bank letting us know in September that our fixed rate was going to be expiring and we needed to um, renegotiate what we'd do next, the next steps for that fixed loan. And again, if you're in Australia, you would understand if you've got a mortgage, but if you're not outside of that, what this essentially means is if you are 100% variable, it means at any time, usually subject to the conditions of your loan, you, it's much easier for you to move to another bank and potentially shop around for a better rate. So we've got a few decisions to make because regardless of where you are in the world, you'd understand the less interest you pay on a loan or debt that you're holding, that's more money in your pocket. There's less interest that's a reduction in your debt. So it's important to me to make sure we're paying minimal interest and the ability to get debt free as soon as possible. Now for us to up and move, it takes a bit of time in shopping around. Naturally, it's not that easy to shop around because if you're not with a bank, a bank that wants to potentially take on your loan has to know your financial history and you have to supply a lot of documentation to make it happen. And for that reason alone, it's rare that people up and move a lot because it's just easy to stay even if the interest rate's not the best. Now I'm determined more than ever to make sure our financial situation gets better every day. So despite me wanting to stay in my comfort zone, I decided to step out of it and start talking to other financial institutions. And I've asked a couple and end up having conversations about it. The challenge I have is that for work, I'm going to be going away for a few weeks in September. And the beauty of being a global business for me means that I can work anywhere in the world. So there's minimal disruption to my work. But when it comes to restructuring a loan and potentially be out of the country when it's expiring, you've got to start planning ahead. Now also pulling into play, I need to still get my usual work done. We're in school session at the moment, which means there's a lot of activities going on, which makes for creative uh, 
uh, shift working, as I like to call it. I work early in the morning, then I knock off while I make sure the kids are in school and doing school runs, and then I work middle of the day. Then some days I also, uh, after they're in bed, will work of an evening for a little while as well. It's about that level of flexibility, and that works great for me. Now, that's great for business as usual and getting work done. When it comes to trying to add a new thing into the mix, such as shopping around for a new loan, better rates, and then spending hours of time getting all the relevant paperwork together, as anyone who would run a business knows, there's additional paperwork if you're running a business as well as all the usual paperwork that would go towards getting a loan together, puts me in a situation of going, do I really need to move right now and add an extra strain to everything we're doing? And the hard thing for me is once I start these conversations with people, I'm immediately loyal to the new person who's in front of me at a bank. And even if that is ironically not always the best thing for me, I want to actually help them, a weakness I feel of mine. And it, it can also be a strength depending on the circumstances, is that I want to look after the person in front of me often more than my own self. And after speaking to a number of professionals this week in the banking area, I suddenly realised, hang on a minute, the situation is we're only locked in where we are currently until that fixed term expires. And provided we go on to 100% variable, which is quite straightforward, we can then have time to reevaluate if we want to go on to fixed again. We don't need to do it instantly for that to come into play while I'm away. The easier thing for me to do is to not, instead of trying to fit it in with everything else, you know, it's actually okay. I can say to anyone I've already speak, been speaking to with regards to the banking industry and you know, these home loan specialists, let's pause, let's allow us to regroup when I'm not pressured by time. So I've actually got the time to do my due diligence even if we actually need to move. For me, this confrontation of going back and saying, I'm sorry to other people, I was actually really worried about going back and saying no to them. And then I realized what a weight would be off my shoulders to just stay where we are at the moment, not indefinitely, but put it on the calendar in three months time to go back and reevaluate and see if we need to move. Then I'm okay. That decision in itself has, I know, better direct benefit of me going through the process of going, it's okay to put me first, it's okay to put my family first, and it's okay to not have everything fixed immediately. And financially, we're okay. All our debts are being serviced. They always have been serviced. It's about getting the extra money to pay it down more quickly. And that will come, and it's consistently coming. We're at a situation where we've got two credit cards paid in full, and that is exciting. I have now started paying down the third and final credit card, and we have immense progress. We've paid off over $7,000 in debt without adding additional income to our budget. That is pure from being more creative with what we have. 
the pride I have in that is one of my best accomplishments in my life. And I know we're going to get to a great situation with our home loan and be able to tackle that debt as well. I don't need to have everything done at once. And that's an outtake. I'd love anyone listening today, even if there's only one thing you only take from this episode, it is it is okay to keep working at something consistently. You don't have to have it all done instantaneously. Allow yourself the gift of time, knowing that you're daily taking steps to make the changes that you need to do. As long as there's consistency of the steps, the speed is not as important. This is something I am embracing. And I take a big deep breath as I'm saying it because is it something I'm used to yet? No. Is it something that is a work in progress? Yes. Choosing kindness is something I've started talking to my clients about. And I realize as I'm saying it to them, I need to take more of my own advice as well and choose kindness for myself. There is so much to celebrate every single day in making the most of what we have. We don't always have to be the first at doing something or having the grandiose gestures. It's the consistency that is important. It is the progress that is important. The focus on what we really want. I want to have a life with my family. I want to work with amazing clients who enjoy working with me and that is something that is important to me. I love contributing to my community as a part of that. And all these elements come together to integrate into the life that I want. Paying down my debt, really the focus on that is to give me increased flexibility on the way I structure what I want. And it gives me an opportunity to then reallocate the money that I'm currently using to pay down debt into other things that can help further my contribution to my family and my community. I love these opportunities to share my challenges. I find every single episode I record is one where it still feels confrontational to share, but standing up for myself this week has been really powerful to go back to these home loan specialists and email them and go, you know, Thank you so much for your time. At this point in time, we're going to stay where we are and we're going to reevaluate in a couple of months and I'll be in contact then. And I will, giving myself that allowance to say that and then focus on what is best, which is my priority of getting ready for a work trip and making sure that I'm able to have the logistics of everyone in our family catered to, making sure that everything in the business structure is set up in a great way so it can still function while I'm out of the country. All these things are important. And knowing that my focus on what I really want helps me to be stronger in having confrontation. And confrontation for me is not about it being a negative. It can be exceptionally positive when you're able to speak your opinion and what you really want. And it comes from a place of honour and respect and knowing that if I speak my mind and I don't bottle it, everyone has the opportunity to speak their mind and we come up with a better solution. In saying that, 
being open with some of the mums that I socialise with that have kids, we talk about, well, instead of going to the cafe to socialise, which we're going to do on the weekend, we're going to go to the park. And it's a win-win. The kids get to socialise, we get to socialise, and there isn't the unnecessary cost of going to a cafe because we're packing our lunches and we will be potentially, I might be indulging and stopping at the cafe on the way and getting a takeaway coffee in my own keep cup. And that expense of a couple of dollars, say it's probably around $4, as opposed to the 10 or 15. And in reality, if I've got a couple of kids in tow, it's more like 30 to $40, $4 instead of $40. And going to the park is an opportunity to socialize and I'm not missing out. And by actually saying what I want instead of people pleasing, then everyone is in a better situation to get what they really want. I'm comfortable with knowing that not everyone's always going to agree with me or want to do what I do. But if I answer to myself by speaking my mind, I know I'm better off. I'd love to know what challenges you have when it comes to being able to stand up for yourself with regards to money. Do you find that you're on autopilot or because you don't actually want to have any confrontation? Is that something that you are challenged by? I'm curious. You can always find a link in the show notes of every episode of this podcast where you can let me know what you think. You can give me your feedback. Let me know your challenges. I will have financial experts answering your questions as well as myself. What you hear from me is my passion for financial education. I am not a financial expert in the advisory services sector, but what I am is someone with lived experience, sharing my experience. And this is done with the hope that it helps you to see you're not alone. I always recommend you speak to your financial experts, your accountant or your financial advisor and or your bookkeeper and get their professional advice. My aim by sharing is also that you are inspired to ask the questions, often the hard questions, to be able to get the answers you really need, not just the answers you want. Hard conversations around money, I experience and know when you have those hard conversations, you have the opportunity to keep more money in your pocket and that can actually help you gain what you really want. And that is to be better with money, to have the life you want.